Blog Talk Radio. Everyone, this is Barbara Calvano, and welcome to Let's Ask the Angels on Saturdays, most Saturdays, here on Blog Talk Radio. And today I'm broadcasting from my home in Queens, New York City, and I'm doing a simultaneous Facebook Live streaming. So thank you for joining me. And we had a little technical difficulties, which sometimes happens with live radio, and everything's all handled now. Again, my name is Barbara Calvano. And I am an angel intuitive and also a life coach. I've been trained with um, Doreen Virtue, Radley Valentine, and Robert Reeves. And I've also taken a lot of personal development courses in New York City here in the past 30 years. And I bring it all together. I'm also a wife, a yogi, an artist, and an actor, uh, avid gardener, and cat lover. So I bring everything. I bring everything to my coaching. And... One of the reasons why I started my radio show and I started my whole coaching practice with the angels is that I, I discovered that through, even through all my personal development courses that I had taken, which were really valuable, very valuable, learning about the sublime, pure connection to our higher power, your God, goddess, whoever you connect with. There is something there that is just so incredible and so quiet, but yet so powerful that I have been using it on my own for many, many years, but it's the first time that I felt ready to step out of the spiritual closet and talk about it. So I was not brought up Christian. My mother was Shinto, my father Baptist, but we were pretty much allowed to do whatever we wanted to with our in terms spiritual upbringing. And so With that, I was able to discover, learn, study all the religions and many paths. And 
I'm not here to tell you that one is better than the other. What I am here to do is share information to help you have less stress in the world. And I think all of you that listening could agree that stress is one of the biggest factors that we have right now. And even as preparing for this show, which is called The Possibility of Peace, it's a big topic, and I'm only going to brush upon it just a little bit before I get into the upcoming weekly messages, and then also take the listener call. What I'm here to do is to, <laughs> the angel said, provoke, you know, to give a little bit of information so that you take action in an area of your life that really matters to you. And lately what I've been seeing is that there's a lot of information. And because of social media, thank goodness, information is just so, it's just available. And there can be almost a point of like too much. But then again, this is the time that we live in. We need to hear it over and over again. The most important thing I've been told in regards to our lives, our happiness, creating peace in the world is to take that information and get into action. All the information in the world will make no difference. More and more information, finally trying to find the right information or the more and gathering and gathering and gathering really doesn't make any difference in the end. The most important thing that we can do is take an action. And what I've been guided to talk about with the possibility of peace. How can we experience peace in the world where we see so much happening every day, something new, something unexpected, something sad, something tragic? What can we do? And I'm not here to offer that this one way is better than another way, but I am here to say that there are ways and there's a path that we can experience peace despite the bombings the killings, the tragedies, the earthquakes, the tsunamis, the, everything that's happening. There is a way to have peace. I've been teaching and talking about it for the past five years here on Blog Talk Radio and even in my private practice. There will be times when there will be more things happening than usual. But that peace first starts with us. And unless we have a foundation of practices, we're pretty much going to be more stressed because there's just going to be more things happening. The possibility of peace, I'm using the word possibility, because first you have to believe that peace is possible. And for many of us, we don't actually believe, and we want an angel card reading and another and another and another and another to prove to us that peace is possible. Tell me, tell me angels, tell me God that peace is possible. We first have to dig deep and ask ourselves, do we believe we could be happy? Do we believe we could be peaceful? Have we ever been peaceful in the midst of chaos and a lot of drama? What do we do? What are our coping mechanisms? And the angels are here to tell us that they're giving us messages. But how many of us really want to change our behaviors. How many really want us to give up complaining? No, really. Complaining, pointing the finger, 
and focusing on the negative, focusing on not what's, you know, what's not working. The access to peace is really simple, but it's going to take some rigor. It's going to take some practice, and it's going to take a commitment. And it can happen suddenly. You can have an enlightenment moment that can shift everything. I've had several in my life, so I can attest to it. But that comes from a daily yearning, wanting, shifting. So what am I talking about? Trying to eat healthy, getting rid of practices and behaviors and patterns that just really don't work for us. It really takes rigor. Some of us will pay a couple hundred dollars, two thousand or even six figures money to learn to get help on how to access that piece. And first it's gotta come from a true desire. And in the twelve step programs, which I am a part of, I'm twenty seven years sober. And one of the things I learned was many people hit a bottom, or they hit a moment, a near-death experience, something that is so encased in suffering and struggle that they finally say, God, higher power, help me. I will do whatever you need me to do. And in this time, in these times, I'm sensing that many people are starting to reach, and if people that have been affected by the hurricanes, they've already hit that bottom with their homes lost, their businesses lost. We had this happen here with Hurricane Sandy several years ago and several other tragedies. I live in New York City. But wherever you are in the world, there are things happening. And the first place that we can maintain, attempt, that peace begins with us, us myself, my body, my mind, my spirit. Today and in this moment, who would you have to forgive? Who would you have to finally say, I love you. I give over all my anger and bitterness. It's not easy. No one said it was going to be easy. Even if you look in the Bible and you read some of the stories, not easy. And I think that's one of the catch-22s, the jokes about social media because so much information is available, thinking that it's going to be easy. When I wanted to change my life, the possibility of peace, that I would be happy in a relationship and get married when I was 35, I took it upon myself to create a project. And this project was through a class because I was serious. I was tired of complaining that, that I was in these horrible relationships with men and da-da-da-da-da, complaining. So I took it upon myself to do something. And in that class, there were 10 sessions. By the seventh session, I did meet my future husband. That was in August. And then the following November, we got engaged. And the following June, we got married. That was 28 years ago. What I really wanted to find a way to express myself, and I knew I was stuck. I just was so stuck. I did the artist way, which is a commitment of 30 days of writing morning pages and making other changes in your life. By the end of the 30 days, I discovered deep, deep within myself, I wanted to study acting. I was a dancer and a painter before. This is a painting of mine behind me. 
I never really thought I wanted to get out there and change myself, and I did. I took the actions. I enrolled in an acting studio, and shortly after, I got a commercial, and I did the whole thing with the acting world. So what I'm trying to say is that nothing's going to come easy, but with the help of the angels and with the help of God, you can have an easier way with them. A lot of your friends, when you tell them that you want to make a change, or even that you you say to them, you know, I want to get married. You know, I really want to change my job. I want to do something more with my life. Some of them may encourage you, but some of them will say, why would you want to do that? You're so comfortable already. I mean, you know, maybe they don't want to see you go through uncomfortability because they don't like to be uncomfortable. So one of the things you'll have to do for the possibilities being peaceful in your life Change your friends. Spend less time with certain family members that don't support your dreams. Don't tell your dreams to anybody. I really disagree with getting in front of a room of strangers because I did this before, 300, 500 people, and spilling your dreams only in a sacred environment. You don't need to tell everyone. Tell one or two people. And then as you get your projects going, you might share it with others. I coach people through this as I've learned and experienced my own breakthroughs. So the possibility of peace is first going to begin with us. I was guided to talk about books that have been written by men and women who have gone through really horrendous experiences. And if you read their stories, you'll know that after they came through it, after they came through being in a concentration camp or being in jail for 30 years, the only access to peace was forgiveness. Being able to forgive those people who actually did the harm to us, did the harm. Many of us have had things that happened to us. We've shoved them under, suppressed them. But the only access to peace is forgiveness, not the action, because many of these actions are unforgivable that have happened to people, to us, to you. So what we're looking to do is being able to forgive, forgive the person. It is not easy. Back in the day, I would rather drink a six-pack of Heineken and throw back some cognac just to, like, push down my feelings of anger. And most of my drinking wasn't even about enjoying the drink. It was about managing my emotions. And for many people with addiction problems, it's about managing that, those feelings. So through the help of counselors, therapists, 12-step programs, coaches, you can clear much of that which is not allowing you to be peaceful. So first, saying, looking at, do I believe that I could be peaceful? We have to look at that first because many of us will say, no, given what's happened to me, which many of us don't want to talk about even, deep within our heart, in our bodies, we are not peaceful. And we can do all kinds of things to hide it. We can over-exercise, over-juice, over-spend, over-work, you know, anything. 
not to be still and feel the feelings. However you are guided to, begin to feel all your feelings. We're given, being given an opportunity right now. It's huge. With everything that's happening in the world, it is the opportunity to find a way to be peaceful. If we are not being shoved into it, nothing else is going to make it work. My own family and relatives and some friends live in northern Japan. In fact, I was born there. And so when the second missile was fired the other day by North Korea, you know, some of my friends got texts on their cell phone. A missile has been fired. Please evacuate. Go to the shelter. I mean, how many of us would want that? And some of, some of us have experienced that. Or another type of high-level stress. A lot of this is not going to go away right away. So we could focus on that, or we could focus on being the bearer of peace and stillness to all areas of our life. Not an easy task, a huge calling. This is what I think a light worker is. Um, yeah. So I could talk for hours about this. Much of the work that I do with my private clients is about helping them access ways to be more peaceful so that they can connect with their energy and then go after those things that they want to do in their life, which is to change their relationships, their health, their work, finding a way to make a difference in the world. So, little plug for myself, contact me if you're thinking about uh, wanting to have a session with me. I do it over FaceTime, Skype, in person if you're in the New York City area. And then quickly, on October 29th, as part of the New York New Life Expo in New York City, I'm going to be speaking there. I'm going to be talking about co-creating an extraordinary life with God and the angels and doing some exercises so that you'll have a personal breakthrough and experience experience what I'm talking about. I'm aiming for Sunday the 29th, but I'll be getting the full details soon. So that's up the uh, New Life Expo, the 27th through the 29th here in New York City. And I really look forward to seeing some of you, my listeners, there. So right now I'm going to talk about, um, oh, just quickly, one of my favorite teachers who passed away about two weeks ago, Louise L. Hay, and many of you may have heard this. This is the book that I highly, highly recommend. You can heal your life. Over 30 million copies sold in all different languages. It's a book about affirmation. It's a book about your thoughts affecting your life. Your thoughts, your words, creating your health, your money, your relationships. It's not religious. It's not spiritual. It's basically helping you and I own that everything in our body. She cured herself of cancer. Many people have cured themselves of certain ailments. And I say cured. And if you've had repetitive neck pain, you may have an inability to be flexible in your thinking. Like you may be too opinionated about looking at things one way. Or perhaps a low back pain that just never goes away. Here it talks about being related to financial insecurity and fear. I had both for years. 
In addition, I married a chiropractor, which helps a lot, which that was a very good choice of mine. But what I'm talking about is that this book helped me go from being a waitress that was working four jobs just to pay my rent in New York City, just being involved in a lot of crazy relationships, and just by doing the affirmations, and what does that mean? Repeating them, reading the book, doing the homework. This book changed my life. I met Louise Hay personally at a angel card reading workshop that Doreen Virtue and Ravelin Valentine was presenting in New York City, and she sat right next to me. And it was just the most beautiful thing to see her open her own box of angel tarot cards, and and she was just so kind uh, with all the people that were coming up to her, and just, she was just so generous. And there are beautiful people who. Once they're past, their energy just goes on and on and on forever, and that's Louise Hay. So I just highly recommend that you connect with her book, and it's more. There are people who poo-poo affirmations, but if you really got clear that you're affirming, whatever you're affirming right now is showing up in your life. If you affirm that there are no great guys out there or no great women out there to be you know, in a great relationship with, yep, that's what you're going to get. If we keep affirming that this group of people are bad, they're just going to continue to be that bad. Their actions may not be great, but we're not ever going to get to that place of peace. And that place of peace also can help us with our health, our relationships, our money. So thank you, Louise Hay. I love you and appreciate you. So now, the messages for the upcoming week, I was guided to use the Healing with the Angel Oracle Card by Doreen Virtue. I don't have the box, but that's okay. And the very first card is New Love. Now, first, for many of us, that'll be a romantic love, finally. And for, for many of you, that could be so. That could be so. And also the angels are saying the underlying messages of this is a new love for yourself. A new love for your community. A new love for your spiritual practices or your religion. A new love for taking care of yourself. So new love, some of you may be just right spot on ready to meet that person. And by raising your vibration, by being in love with yourself, you actually attract that energy of someone who loves your energy. You're in an unconscious state, still having um, a certain amount of a low self-esteem. And the word was really self-hatred, which can be so easily disguised by Lots of makeup and looking good on the outside, but right underneath it could be self-hatred. You know, the need to continually, to continually to be better and more perfect, kind of little self-hatred. Now, when we can be clear about some of these words and not afraid to call things for what they are, new openings occur, occur. But we have to be able to call things as they are instead of, looking for ways to justify things that are not really great, not so fine. Maybe it's the stars that I can't do this. And, you know, just justifying everything. 
instead of saying, I am full of BS. I am not taking action towards those things that I say I'm going to. So I'm a different type of reader, angel card reader, coach. I'm really not going to flower around with waving a lot of pendulums and gongs and making sounds. I'm not going to do that. You can do that. But I'm here mostly to help you to find out what will give you the best access, the easiest road, given the amount of time you and I have left on the planet so that we can handle those things. And if you're listening here, you most likely have, and I've had callers who don't have shelter and are unemployed. So some of us are ready to say if we have shelter, if we have food, if we have the basic needs. And we do have availability of that, access to that. If you're listening in the United States and most of the first world countries, but there are places in this world where water is not available. Clean water is not available. So I have, I'm writing a book talking about many experiences that I've gone through, and it took a lot for me to find new love of myself. The next card is manifestation. So having that new approach of looking at things. And I'm talking about the things that are really disgusting us right now, which there are a lot in our country and in the world. How do we find that fresh approach? Just by be willing to say, show me another way, God and angel. Show me something I can't see. Because what I'm seeing is only giving me frustration, stress, and suffering. Manifestation can occur when we allow ourselves to be clear and in integrity. So you can see, if you're muddled in a fog of lying to yourself or pretending, you're not going to be able to see what's in front of you. And the angels and God or your higher power are giving us messages all the time. We're receiving them all the time. But most of us are like, thank you, but I don't want to do that. No, I don't want to be that uncomfortable. Are you telling me I need to like forgive my sister-in-law? Are you telling me I need to like just completely let go? No, no, I'm just going to put that aside and undo this. And you can see how everything is like that icing on the mud pie, right? Just trying to cover things up. Manifestation, you will manifest that which you already are. So if you're suffering and struggling and in pain, you're probably going to manifest the same. But if you can be clear that this is not what I want anymore, I no longer want to be this upset, this angry, this lost. When I finally got clear that what took me to stop my drinking when I talked about being sober for 27 years is that right after I got married, I got really depressed. And I noticed for many people in the first year of their marriage, that's when things really hit the fan because you're faced with intimacy. You're faced with being accountable. You're talking to the same person all the time. And even in a different way, once you put the marriage certificate on it, there's something different than just living with someone. And it brings up that which we've been just trying to keep under. And I was miserable. And here I married the most wonderful man in the world, kind, generous, funny. I got so depressed, I thought I wanted to check out. I actually thought about suicide. I go, what is this? 
I definitely went straight to a therapist and said, listen, I don't know what's going on, but I'm experiencing these feelings. And she helped guide me to see that they were feelings, emotions that I really hadn't expressed before because I didn't have to when I was being a single woman. And then being married brought a whole new realm of conversations and communications that I wasn't really good at. And when I got nervous or upset, oh, a glass of wine would just make me feel so much better. It wasn't like I was drinking under the table you find in the gutter outside on the road. It was more that I could not deal with the human emotions. What became available for me by facing that truth was this. I can talk to you. I can be public. I can be I could stand in front of a room of a thousand, couple thousand people and talk about my feelings. Couldn't do that before. We have so much fear in ourselves, and we have many of us have addictive patterns. It may not be alcohol, it could be something else. But the most clearest path to accessing peace is facing your truth, and especially what you don't like about yourself. We all have things that we don't. But if we can see that, we also have some, something called a commonality. We're all human beings. And we're all programmed to, to act a certain way, which is avoid pain. Avoiding pain is really there. And then the next card is focus. I love this because by focusing on what you want instead of what you don't want, you draw it to you. Whether it is more money, the relationship, the job, it really does take focus. Years ago, I worked with a Chinese mystic healer, and I worked with him for one year. It was right before 9-11 happened in New York City. And it was a rigorous um, regimen. I did juice fasting. I did acupuncture. I did the Course of Miracles. I didn't even know it was the Course of Miracles at the time. But what I did was I really was ready to bring forth my empowerment. And the right teacher showed up. And it brought up, I even did rebirthing and hot water. I did, did different types of cleanses, gallbladder, liver cleanses, you know, Native American cleanses. I, it was really, really hard. But it brought in a discipline. And then it brought a deep sense of peace. I've always been looking for, and that correlated with the instance that I had a spiritual awakening in this um, AA, where I experienced the peace that which I only dreamed of. So I just guided to go with this today and share that with you. So the messages for the week is a new love, a new love for yourself, and for some of you, you will discover that new love by being, yeah, in love with yourself. But who wants to love someone who doesn't love themselves? You're not going to, you know, you can meet the greatest person in the world, but if you don't love yourself, what do you have to offer them? They're not, they don't exist to make you happy. They exist so that you could share your wonderful self with them and they can share their self with you. And then manifestation. You have the ability to manifest what you want. Just watch your thoughts. If you want to see what you are manifesting, take a look around your life. It's a harsh reality sometimes. 
You know, I still have an art studio that keeps getting cluttered. I need to go back in. I have so much work to do. And it's a harsh reality for me that there's some avoidance going on. I'm owning it, and I'm taking some action. And then focus. Focus on what you want. Focus also on grace and ease. Things can be easy. Now, I did say it's going to be tough. It's going to have rigor. It's going to take practice. It's going to take something to keep getting yourself back into the game of doing what you said you were going to do. You're going to feel a lot of uncomfortable feelings. It's not going to feel great all the time. In fact, probably 98% of the time it won't. But by learning how to ride the waves of uncomfortability, by getting into action, that is the only way you get to the next level. And what will happen after time is that you'll actually look forward to those times of uncomfortability. It's a strange thing. That's what I do now. When you have allowed yourself to face the things that you fear the most, go through it, get a coach, get someone to support you, go through those feelings, you see that it's so much fun. It's so much fun to connect with your true self, which wants to play, which wants to be in the world, which wants to share themselves. We all want to share ourselves whether you are doing it on a Facebook live stream or with your clients or with your close ones, with your family that you may have a hard time with, deep in our heart, that's all we want to do. And we want to share ourselves even with our enemies, even with those people who are hurting the world. We want to share something. We want to share love. I think the angels are telling me today it behooves us to do whatever it takes to take away everything that is not who we really are. It's time to lift off all the, the false, you know, masks about being, you know, I'm too shy, or I'm not the one, or, no, you know, you went to a better school, or, oh, you know, I wasn't brought up that way, or I could never do that because, you know, I'm from this culture. Whatever story we have that we're not the one, I'm here to tell you, they're all stories. And even in our families and our cultures and countries, they can say that you should only do this because you belong over here and you should not do that. And it's just really time. We are being pushed to be our authentic self. And the authentic self is the possibility of peace. That is what the authentic self is. So right now I'm going to Take a brief moment. I'm going to take your calls and do some reading. So if you're watching on Facebook Live, you're probably not going to hear what the um, callers are asking, but I'll repeat the question so that you can hear them. So let me just take a little bit of water. And again, my name is Barbara Calvano. Please follow me at my website. You can receive weekly messages that I send out. I may only be going to one a month. I'm taking a look at that because I need to finish my book and finish a whole new series of paintings. So that's what's up in the air. But subscribe to my email list on my website, vcalvanocoaching.com, and then follow me at Blog Talk Radio so that you know when my next show is coming up. And I'm going to be interviewing authors, people. I have friends, so many friends who wrote books this past year, 
and I'm going to be inviting them to come on and talk about their experiences and their writing of their book. And so that's going to be coming up soon. So let me go to my callers and see what they are asking today. So area code 256. Hello there. What is your name? And how can we help you? My name is my name is Kimberly, and my question is about the job that I have right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a good fit for me energetically, mm-hmm. and I'm looking for another job right now, and i just like okay. some uh, insight on that. Okay, so Kimberly's calling about a job because she's not the job's not resonating with her right now. So I'm just repeating a bit so my people on Facebook Live can get a sense. All right, so Kimberly, my, you know, how I work, I don't know if you've called into me before. I don't really do predictive reading. I'm not like a fortune teller. You know, okay. I can, I'm, what, what I'm going to do is see, see what's in your way. So have you taken all the actions you can possibly take with your own self in terms of getting your resume out there? Have you done that? Yes, I'm doing that now. Okay. So what the, my first message that I just received that I'm receiving is just don't give up that you know how long have you been out there looking for a new job oh it's maybe three weeks okay three weeks so okay so what I the sense that I got is you just have to hang in there and just keep at it so it may take three months but it may not happen just in three weeks all right okay the okay there I know a little bit about astrology and I'm going to say that energy is going to be shifting pretty soon so as long as you stay committed and take the daily actions that you know which will make a difference, don't just take a few and just stop and just wait for the phone to ring, okay, or the email okay. to show up. You want to, like, keep taking care of yourself because one of the things I talk about is taking care of your energy. If you have time you know, with your present job, instead of um, being there and hating it, start being grateful for everything you learned there. Start being grateful. Okay. There might be something that, that you know. That there's something that you can be grateful for. The money. That's the money while you were there, right? right. right. So you want to be exactly. grateful. So you want to make sure that you get yourself in the state of gratitude and not into the state of hate and anger. Because if you have an interview okay. opportunity and you go in there with that feeling of, uh, 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 you know what I mean? The, the right. person, they don't want to hire that. So you want to, whatever you right. can do, is to clear yourself. And what I talk about is working with Archangel Michael to help, or you can go directly to Jesus or God, whoever you connect with, to clear your body of any bitterness, resentment. Let it all go, right? So that you can be peaceful. Even as you send out that email or send out those resumes, you know, that whole thing about the possibility of peace. All right. That's your access to your power. All right. And that's your access to you. You may bump into somebody today who could be the person who hires you or who knows someone who could hire you. But if you're in your head like, oh, I hate this job. I can't wait to get out of it. You look at how that feels. Right. It's like, you know, person will just want to walk away from you. So I think you're smart enough. You know this. The next thing is that and when I talked about my cards for the week is that. Start visualizing. Stay focused on how you want to feel when you're at this new job. How do people treat you? How are you treating them? How are you, how is your intelligence being acknowledged? 
you know, let yourself brainstorm and just create that visual and that visualization of what it's like to be in your new job. And lastly, the angel is saying, go ahead and thank God and the angels for your new job as it exists. It's only a matter of time. Thank you for the okay. new job that I have. Thank you that it is in mine. It's, it's mine. Thank you that I have a new place to go that I love. And those words and phrases are also part of the book I was talking about. You can heal your life. Talk about drawing into your life new work. All right? So it's, it's catching how you're thinking, how you're speaking, you catch yourself complaining about your job to other people, stop it. Just stop it. Today's the day okay. you stop it, all right? And that's going to bring that new job in as quick, just quickly, all right? Um, yeah, I'm guided just to pull a card for you to see what else there is to say. But that's the main thing is that you first okay. be clear that you are, you deserve to be in a great place and you are thankful for the job that you have there. And now you welcome and you thank the universe. Thank God. Thank you for the new job that I have. And if you have any clutter, I'm just guided to talk. Anything in your house that needs to be cleaned and um, decluttered, stuff thrown away, take the time to do that. Okay. Does that make any sense? You know, for you? Yeah. You want to do that. And, um, okay, so the card that I got was that it says expecting the worst self-fulfilling prophecies. So here it says, just watch your thoughts. If you're thinking negative thoughts, like it's never going to happen or, you know, or yeah, if you're thinking that it's just not going to happen, it's not. All right. This is really like being a ninja warrior with your thoughts. So real clear. All right. And then you just ask yourself if you have any, here the card is, is expecting the worst. Self-fulfilling prophecies, sleepless nights. You know, make sure that you can tell the truth, that if you're making yourself feel worse than you need to be, you just don't need to. And if there's anything that you need to do to make yourself more qualified for the next job, I don't know what it is. Is it to just, you know, if if it is to, um, if clothes is coming up, if it means to upgrade how you what you wear, you know, if you were very casual before, but you have to be a little bit more upscale, you know, just whatever you need to do so that you can be in the next place that gives you more respect and more honor, then you just have to take those actions, okay? And catch okay. yourself if you are being negative and just making yourself feel worse than you need to do, okay? Okay. So that's your mini coaching for the day. All right. Thank you very much. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for calling in. All right. Okay. So right now I have a, you know, sometimes I have a full board and sometimes I don't. And today it's a very quiet board because I'm doing something new. The next thing I want to talk about is this really great book. It's called 10 Messages. It's coming across backwards. I'm not sure. But it's... um. Ten messages your angels want you to know. Um, Doreen Virtue, one of my favorite teachers, wrote this book. This book and all of her books have, each book has a specific energy, a vibration, just like a crystal can hold. You can hold a quartz crystal. You can hold hold an amethyst. It's going to have a completely different feeling. 
And if you don't know what I'm talking about right now, trust me, it's something that you can learn. And even this fluoride. Um, one of the things that I had all the time while I was growing up was I was told I was too sensitive, but I knew I was just sensitive and I could feel things. I could hear what people were saying. I was just, I was psychic, but I didn't know what to call it. And I was totally not into witchcraft or Wicca or, you know, any of the dark things. I just stayed away from anything that was woo-woo. And the only time I felt ready to connect to something like speaking and listening to angels was through Doreen Virtue. So it wasn't even through organized religion. This book is one of her best books she's ever written. It is not easy to read, though you can just take the book and go to any page, and it's like an oracle. Um, in fact, I'm going right here, and here we are. We're talking about forgiving, the different aspects of forgiving. There's a type of forgiving where people, it's called full forgiving, forgiving where you say that you forgive someone without really meaning it, you know, um, and the, the whole this book has 10 messages, and one of the messages is on forgiveness. So it's just really great that this is the chapter that I uh, tapped into. And then it talks about forgiving from judgment, where you forgive someone so that you can be the better person, but really you're still harboring resentment. You know, So forgiveness, when we can do it completely, you're going to feel the shift in your body. You're going to feel free. You're going to feel peaceful. And then there's another type of forgiveness, another level of it, forgiving from the heart, where you have compassion for the person knowing that they made a mistake. And we're getting closer to a more pure form of forgiveness. And then we have forgiving from spiritual truth, which says that errors are illusions, and actually it did not occur. Therefore, no judgment is possible, and forgiveness makes no sense because there's nothing to forgive. Now, that's a really high level of forgiveness. So that's something where we feel personally hurt. You know, if they only knew what this person had done to me, right? Um, now, what if it never happened? And that's a whole other conversation because things happen in the world that we have our way of looking at it. Another person observing the whole situation would have another way of looking at it. Then the person who we're talking about could have a whole nother way of looking at it. And yet, we hold on to our personal pain. Like, if he only knew my pain is the truth, and I'm sticking to it till the day I die, and I'm going to make sure that everybody who knew me will repeat it, and generations and generations and generations will know this is what happened. And this is what happens in families, and this is what happens in countries. What if we really didn't know what happened. What if we really didn't know? I'm not saying the thing didn't happen, but what if we didn't know all the aspects in and around it? It's a very high level of forgiveness. It's a possibility. We may not be anchored in that today, but one of the things about learning and growing and awakening is take on the possibility. Take on the inquiry. Be in the rigorous no inquiry of wrestling with, not really understanding it. Be okay with not being okay. Be okay with, with not feeling grounded. Go into a whole new ter- territory of something. And that's what's being asked of us today. 
And now, when I was given the topic possibility of peace, it really was for there's things that have happened in the world today with my teacher, Doreen Virtue, where a lot of people really attacked her. And some of them had reasons and this and that, and she has chosen, chosen a new path. It made me think of her. It made me think of other people that I've known that are well-known, celebrity, authors, teachers, where something happened. And now, because of social media, the negative backlash can be so strong. And then everyone can do a show on, you know, you just have to be aware of teachers like that because they were never blah, 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 blah. I was thrown for a while, and I'm glad I have a little extra time to talk about this. Who are we to think we know what happened with anything and anyone? And if we have discomfort and uncomfortability or unforgiveness and anger, that is our personal cross to bear. We need to clear that out. Do we need to talk to someone personally to clean it up? Do we need to pray to someone, write a letter, they've deceased and moved on? Much of what's happening in the world that's Disturbing our peace is triggering our own unhappiness, our own upset. Many of us are having a type of post-traumatic stress right now. And so for many of us, when our teacher decided to take a whole new route, a whole new change in her life, instead of being congratulated, there were the, it brought up through the social media, brought up to the internet, so much negativity. So much negativity. I admire her for following her truth. And if anything, it made me question my own truth. Like, what is my truth? Where would I be? Where am I hiding? Where am I afraid to totally be authentic in the world? All of us are being asked to be our truth so that we can share that with others instead of lies. So if it's going to help the environment, our truth in honoring the environment, like another person to take care of the environment, protect the animals, protect women, you know, it goes on and on and on, but it only starts with our own clean house. That's it. There's a revolution happening on the planet There's a transformation happening, and it's actually quite beautiful in order to get there. And it is happening, and it is beautiful, but we have to be able to honor, look at, and respect our own personal pain and suffering. And it's not easy. In fact, I went back to old habits. I I was caffeine-free for years, and all of a sudden, I'm back on caffeine. Well, that's stopping as of today because I couldn't sleep last night until 6 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I've gotten that sensitive. So caffeine after 6 o'clock, I can't even sleep. So my question to you today is that in order to have the possibility of peace, not just as feeling good for today, but as who you are, like no kidding, that if you got the text on your cell phone, that the missiles are flying over from North Korea right now and they're going to land nearby. Please evacuate your home, which my friends and families are getting in northern Japan. How will you be? Or how the people were acting, reacting with the Hurricane Irma 
came through Florida. And we have another hurricane coming up. And then we have like so many things happening. Being able to let it brush off our shoulder, being able to not go and continue to speak the drama of negativity, the gossip, being able to maintain our peace, knowing that putting out fear and putting out that pain just accelerates everything that we don't want. I'm 63 years old. It took me a long time to get this. I have been close to, you know, near death from drugs, near death from alcoholism, suicide, was sexually abused as a little child to the point that I could not have children as an adult. I have a list. I have my list. And then I'm writing about it. I only mention this because each thing had to be addressed and each thing had to be released from my body. For many of us, this will be the last incarnation. What does that mean? We know that this is it. So we're ready and willing to face anything and everything that has ever happened to us in this life and all past lives so that we can be clear. Many of us are ready for this. And if this resonates for you, then it's most likely you also. And what does that entail? It entails living as a warrior, warrioress. It's living with intention living with discipline and giving up your complaints. So I hope this has made a difference for you. Contact me if you have any questions about today's show, if you have any ideas for shows that you'd like more information on. And I thank you for listening and letting me share. I had way less callers than I normally have, so I had more time to speak to you on Facebook Live. If you'd like to find out about a session with me, I do half hour, 45, and one hour sessions. My fees are going up. I want to thank one of my coaches who helped me see that this week. And um, in order to lock in my set prices right now, you're going to have to contact me this month. Otherwise, by October 1st, all my, my prices are going up for my consultation. And I look forward to seeing some of you at the New Life Expo in New York City. It's going to be huge. A lot of people, a lot of vendors, a lot of speakers. And I wish you the possibility of peace, that which passes all of your understanding. That you have this, it fills your body, fills your mind, fills your spirit. I wish that for you. May the blessings come from Jesus, Mary, and God, and all the angels. Namaste. Namaste.